Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are joining us today, I am so glad that you are here. Welcome to The Modern Mom. My name is Caroline Detman. Consider me your parenting cheerleader and this as our pep rally. We are here to breathe life and positivity into our everyday lives as parents. So before we jump into today's topic, which is back to school self-care, I just wanted to have a quick thank you just for being here and for being you and for giving this podcast a spot in your listening repertoire. We don't have a whole lot of spare time and it really means a lot to me that you're spending some of it here with me. And actually, even before this episode goes live, when The Modern Mom is still considered to be pre-launch, we actually are in the top 50% of all podcasts, which is just a mind-blowing statistic to me. Enough of you guys listened to and liked our trailer enough to stick around and subscribe that our numbers are just astronomical compared to what I was expecting to see. And that really just shows me that there's a lot of us out there who are looking for a bright spot in their everyday lives. A lot of us, like myself, probably have always wanted to be a mother and really relish that role. But there's a lot of mundane in everyday mothering. I think that there's a lot to be recognized and celebrated in that everyday kind of mundaneness. <laughs> and that's what I hope to do here with you. If we haven't already met, as I said, my name is Caroline. I have been married for five years to my wonderful husband, Josh. And within those five years, we have had three children. My big is four, my middle is two, and our little one is seven months. Last week, seven months. I am a former rat racing city dweller turned suburban stay-at-home mom. I am living out my daydreams. <laughs> I actually went to school, I went to college for early elementary education and decided pretty quickly that I do love children, but not all not all kids are for me. <laughs> So I pivoted away from my career goals and aspirations, being in a classroom, to being at home with my own children. And I was blessed enough to find Josh, who was not only cool with those aspirations, but totally embraced the idea of me being at home with our children. And we have we have done that ever since. We have our, our home here, which I'm here in it <laughs> pretty much all of the time. And it's most of the time exactly what I expected. And then other times it's, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're there too. Like I said, we have three children. And today is actually the first day of school for my oldest, my son, Jack. 
and the excitement of a new school year also comes with school supply lists, clothes shopping, shoes shopping, meet the teacher nights, learning new bus schedules, waking up early again, and lots and lots of thinking, worrying, and talking about your children. As parents, how are we not to lose ourselves in that process? This season is very child-centric. Even if you work out of the home, a large portion of your available mental space right now is likely devoted to your children in their back-to-school season, learning their new schedules, making sure their backpacks are packed and their homework is done, learning their new teacher's name, reading all of the emails about curriculum, and there's a lot. So how are we not to lose ourselves in that? To me, self-care means caring for myself the same way that I care about other people. On my busiest days, I still feed my children nourishing foods. They are clean. They are dressed. Their hair is brushed. Their teeth are brushed. They have matching socks. These are all kindnesses that I can also extend to myself. My very basic self-care needs need to be met. (laughs) I need to be showered. I need to have my hair brushed, my teeth brushed. I need to be fed nourishing foods. And you might be listening to this and saying, well, yeah, of course they are. But there's that all too common trope that we see on social media right now. The, the mom meme, you know, <laughs> the, the wrinkly shirt that's just barely clean enough to pass hair that definitely wasn't brushed today, but maybe it was yesterday. And this, the same goes for the, the, the shower status. And usually that, that meme ends with putting the kids to bed and pouring a big glass of red wine. If I'm describing you and it works for you, go with it, mama. But to me, for what works for me, that's, that's not, that's not self-care. That's not caring for myself at the same level that I care for others. You are worthy of care. You get to define what that level of care is. For me, we've discussed my standards of self-care, but what does self-care mean for you? If your self-care involves that wrinkled t-shirt and questionable hair status and big glass of red wine, and that's what works for you and makes your, your soul and your spirit feel fulfilled, then, then like I said, that's go with it. <laughs> but just make sure that you're looking after yourself as your whole person. In this back-to-school season, I'm planning on carving out some time for myself and you should plan on doing it too. So in this episode, we're going to go over 
a few things that I'm making sure that I leave time and space for in hopes that I inspire you to do some of the same. I'm not asking you (laughs) to take notes and make your calendar mimic mine by any means. I just want to make sure that you and me together, we're not making the fall season about our children entirely. So first off, the way I like to wire myself for self-care is make sure that I have a overall attitude of positivity. And I can be over positive to the point where it sometimes drives my husband nuts when I find the silver lining in things. He's like, no, sometimes things just need, they just need to suck, Caroline. <laughs> you can't find the good in in everything. But I, I will try. That's just, that's my nature. So, for example, the first day of kindergarten in my town was last week. And for a lot of parents, this was the first time that their child was away from them. Kindergarten is full day here. So for a lot of people, it was the first time their child was away for a full day. But a lot of parents, kindergarten is the first schooling that their child is attending. And this is the first time they're dropping their child off or putting them on a school bus and letting them have their own life, their own identity apart from their family, apart from their home. And I was overwhelmed by the amount of Facebook posts and just the the weight of the emotions in them and just the general sadness of them. I believe me, I understand the kind of melancholiness of watching your children grow up. It's a bittersweet feeling. They're they're your babies and we are not always ready to let them take that next step. But as parents, we set the emotional tone for our household. And if you have if you have reservations about their first day of school, if you have not necessarily doubts, but if you are not excited for them and their new experiences this year, how can we expect them to be excited for it? You know, back to school is big changes for them too. The summer is kind of like the wild, wild west. Like it's a lawless territory. They're at summer camp. Sometimes they're just hanging out in the backyard or at the pool club. It's it's wildly different than being in school. In school, there are rules. (laughs) They have to be quiet. They have to walk. School is a big change for everybody. So you need to make sure that you are checking your tone when you're talking about it. It's okay to put them on the bus and then cry a little bit to yourself that your baby is growing up. But when you're talking about school to them, it's important to frame those emotional expectations for them too. There is a fine line between being nervous and being excited. And what I encourage you to do is instead of feeling nervous for your children as they embark on a new school year, push yourself over that line and become excited for them. 
instead of being nervous that they're not going to have anyone to sit with at lunch, be excited for them to find someone new to sit with at lunch and tell them about it. Your children feel that energy. Make sure that you're sending them out with the right energy. If you are having trouble pushing yourself over that fine line from nervousness to excitedness, just remember that everybody has that feeling. Even Beyonce, when she's feeling a little bit timid herself, she likes to channel her inner Sasha Fierce and go out and put on a showstopper. So (laughs) if you are still finding yourself having a hard time being positive or, you know, just letting them out that front door, who are you going to channel? Do you have a Sasha Fierce inside of you or maybe a Mama Fierce? (laughs) Gosh, that's cheesy. I just came up with that on the spot and it is woof. I'm leaving that in. I'm not going to edit that out because I want you all to know that this is the real me. (laughs) Channel that Mama Fierce and just lean into it. Push yourself over that line. It's worth it. My oldest son, Jack, he's in preschool and today is his first day of school. And he is only in school for a few hours a day. So I'm not gaining a whole lot of me time. And not only that, I have two other children. So I'm really not gaining any me time at all. I'm gaining time with one less child. But that being said, there is still a whole lot of self-care time that I can expound upon (laughs) when, when I have one less child. I am lucky enough to have my mom nearby and she does come to help out once a week. I try to have that align with Jack's school time so that she can look after the girls and I can I can have some true me alone time. And some things that I'm looking forward to doing this fall and the rest of the school year that really take care of my spirit. A lot of them revolve around learning something new. Obviously, the biggest one of that is I'm I'm learning how to have a podcast and you guys are all along for the ride with me. <laughs> it has been a lot of fun. I haven't thrown myself into something this hard in a long time. It's kind of a lot to learn up front. It's really become a great creative outlet for me. And it's something that I'm really excited to continue exploring. What could learning something new look like for you? Things that I've seen and done myself include scheduling a golf or a pickleball lesson with a friend or a couple friends. Even better if you can make it into like a nine and dine and grab something to eat with your friends after you hit the driving range. I really don't know anything about pickleball, although I am very intrigued. Did you know that it is the fastest growing sport in America or maybe the world? Something crazy like that. And all I know about it is that statistic. 
Uh, you get to wear cute outfits. You're in the kitchen. And the balls have little holes in them. And it's like a ping pong paddle. Um, so yeah, slide into my DMs if you know anything more about pickleball and you need to correct me. <laughs> but I'd really love to learn how to play it sometime. And I'm really hoping that I can do that. <laughs> Something else that is really easy to do in just a short amount of time is to just hit up the library to pick out a new book. I'm not talking about, you know, grabbing a new self-help book or nonfiction title about like World War II or something like, no, no. Pick up something that just reignites your love of reading. And it can be something like totally fluffball, like a, a beach read or a romance novel. And just something that you can do that's not the mind suck of scrolling, which gosh, I'm, I'm so guilty of that myself. There's so much time where I just scroll that I could be reading and like exercising my mind. And yeah, I'm writing that down. I need to work on that. Probably the biggest self-care topic for me personally is just spending some time alone. I have three kids and a husband and a dog my family lives minutes away, which, like I said, totally blessed by. But that also means that I am never alone. I was in the shower the other day, and I had all three children in the bathroom with me and the dog, and my phone was ringing at the same time. <laughs> and I I asked them for a little bit of privacy. Now, I have the baby in there with me on purpose. But I asked my, my older two, the ones who are mobile, <laughs> if I could have a little bit of privacy. And they said, sure, mom. And they proceeded to close the bathroom door with all of them still in the bathroom with me. <laughs> so which totally makes sense to them because they see themselves as like, extensions of my body, they are my appendages. They didn't think that I needed privacy from them. They thought that we collectively needed privacy from the outside world, which on one hand is super cute and endearing, but on the other hand, in the moment, wow, what a, what a drag. <laughs> I just wanted to shave my legs alone. <laughs> in that moment, self-care could have taken the shape of having some alone time and being able to take that shower alone. But if I wanted to take it one step further, I could take some of some of the time that Jack is at school and sit outside and get some sunshine during nap. Or even better, I could wake up in the morning before the kids get up and go for a walk or just enjoy the silence of my house which if you haven't done that lately, I really recommend doing it. Your house can actually be silent if you wake up early enough to experience it. <laughs> a few weeks ago, my family was on our annual summer trip to visit my in-laws in Wisconsin. On that vacation, my husband and I take a vacation from vacation <laughs> and we leave our kids with my in-laws and we take two nights to ourselves at a resort. 
on Lake Michigan in Door County. And this year we had my youngest with us simply because she's literally attached to me. In the morning, I woke up and I put her in the stroller and I went for a walk in the woods along the shores of Lake Michigan. And it it was so reinvigorating. Not only did I feel it in my soul, but I just felt my spirit on fire. And I was so inspired. Don't ask me what I was inspired to do because I wouldn't be able to tell you. I just felt like I could do anything after doing that. Now that we're home, I could wake up earlier than my kids and go on a walk by myself. You know, obviously my husband would be at home if if it caught on fire or something. And speaking of my husband, he's listening to this and he's laughing hysterically at the idea of me waking up early on purpose. But Josh, Josh, I can do it. (laughs) And you know what? Now that means I have to do it because I have a witness. So if you are waking up early before your kids to have some alone time or go for a walk or exercise or ride your Peloton or read your Bible or watch the Today Show, just take a picture of it, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me in it. I'm at Caroline underscore Detman or at the Modern Mom Pod or both because <laughs> I want to see what you're doing with your, we're going to call it early morning alone time even if early morning means 6 a.m. That's still early for a gal like me. And that brings me to probably my favorite aspect of back-to-school self-care, and that is reconnect with who makes you happy. You could argue that this entire episode up until this point was reconnecting with who makes you happy because you make yourself happy. And what we've been talking about are activities where you can reconnect with yourself. Ha, look at that. We're full circle here. But specifically, I'm talking about planning a date night with your partner to celebrate supporting each other through this new season. So get a sitter, or if your kids are old enough, leave them at home, or do our favorite thing and have an at-home date night where we we order takeout and we sit on the couch together and we watch a show that we only watch on Saturdays. Saturdays are our, our date night. We like to watch The Masked Singer, which is technically a family show, but it's actually really fun to watch as adults too however you do it, do something with your partner to honor the season and supporting each other in it. As moms, we tend to shoulder a lot of the responsibilities when it comes to back to school season. For a lot of us, we are the ones packing the backpacks, doing the back to school shopping, making sure that our kids have seasonally appropriate clothing to wear that fits and hasn't all been tie-dyed at summer camp, Uh, speaking from experience here. But 
we have to be mindful that even though we may consider ourselves to be point parents in this season, our partners also are shouldering a lot of the load as well, whether that be volunteering to coach their child's fall soccer team or making sure that the important school dates are added to their work calendar. Be mindful of the fact that you are supporting each other in this season and you are both doing something new. Something that I saw in my mom's club is that a lot of moms who were sending their kids off to kindergarten for the first time met at a local restaurant for brunch after putting their kids on the bus, which I thought was a super cute idea. Talk about leaning over that line from nervousness to excitement. Who can be nervous about putting their kids on a school bus for the first time when they know that as soon as it drives away, they can go have mimosas with their girlfriends. What a fun back to school tradition. And I honestly cannot wait to be a part of it next year. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of today's episode. If you found our topic today helpful, please share it with a friend and help us help them and help us grow as easy as just taking a screenshot of wherever you're listening today and sharing it to your Instagram story. We are just getting started on this and want to make it as big as we can to help as many moms as we can. So this helps us grow tremendously. Be sure to come back next time for a discussion of easy meal planning. And if you have any ideas or topics that you'd like to hear covered, I have all of our contact info in the show notes. And until then, this is Caroline, and don't forget that you can. You can.